Welcome to Leading Lights. You are about to hear a message from Lighthouse Church. Thank you, God, for what you are doing and for this amazing time and experience that we have had today. It really is a slice of heaven, Lord, when we will all, from every nation, tribe, and tongue, be praising and worshiping you. Thank you that we can experience something of that today. I thank you, Lord, and I know that your heart beats for the nations. Lord, you didn't originally want different nations, but because of man's rebellion at the Tower of Babel, you split us into nations, and your word says that it's so that we would reach out and grope for you. And then your word says that when we become Christians, we are made back into one new nation called the Christian nation. And Lord, we pray that every single nationality, every tribe, every language group on the whole planet would hear your word soon so that, Jesus, you can come back. We know that's your heart, Lord, and we want to meet with you in that place. We want to join our hearts with you and say, yes, we agree, Lord. Every nation will hear in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm going to read you a story which, I don't know, may be unusual to you. It's about an invitation to a dinner. Have you, ever, have you ever been invited to a dinner that's such a special event, you thought, wow, I can't miss that. All the great and the good are going to be there, celebrities or, or whatever, and you thought, wow, that's going to be an amazing event to go to. We were, it's not a dinner, but we got the opportunity to get tickets to a, a rugby match between the Springboks and the All Blacks a couple of weeks ago. And we bought them a year in advance, and we spent a lot of money because it was such an opportunity. And I want to tell you that God has invited us to a dinner, and yet the Bible says most people will not accept the invitation. And the reason is because once you get to the dinner, you're welcomed in by the master of the house. You get to have some of the dinner, but then he says, now you're part of my family, you go out and invite some more. And some people think, well, I'd rather, I've got, a, I've got better things to do with my life. I've got family relationships and friendships that I don't want to give up to come to the dinner. I've got a business career ahead of me that I don't want damaged by, by coming to this dinner. I've got possessions that, oh, I'm scared God will tell me to give them up, so I don't want to come to the dinner. And God says the dinner is it. It's not just an event. It is the event of all eternity. Because this time here on earth is going to pass away like that. But that marriage supper of the Lamb, heaven, being together with God, with every nation and tribe, and the dinner, the joy, and the, and the fulfillment, and the satisfaction is going to last forever for those who say yes. So, Luke 14, verse 16, Then he said to him, A certain man gave a great supper and invited many, all, are welcome. John 3.16, whoever would believe shall not perish. And he sent his servant at supper time to say to those who are invited, come for all things are now ready. I want to tell you that the supper meal of God is now ready. Yes, we experience it in fullness after we die, but you get to taste it now. Those of us who are believers can attest to this. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. 
Jesus said, come to me, all you who are thirsty, and I will give you living water that you'll never thirst again. Jesus said, I'm the bread of life. He who eats of me will never hunger again. We can eat of it now, and it's ready. It's not something we have to wait for or that we have to earn or attain. It's all ready. It's been prepared by God, this supper, and he's wanting us to participate, although fully when we die, but partially now. He says, all things are ready. Verse 18, but they all with one accord began to make excuses. Let's think about these excuses. You know, an excuse is simply you saying something else is more important to me. And these are the three that were given. The first said, I have bought a piece of ground and I must go and see it. I ask you to have me excused. What a silly excuse that is. First of all, Who buys a piece of ground without seeing it first? Nobody. Secondly, a little piece of ground or a big piece of ground. It doesn't matter how big the mansion is you want to buy or the the property you want to own or the shares or the jewelry or the bank account. Nothing is more valuable than heaven, the meal with God and his people. Wow. The second person said, verse 19, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I'm going to test them. I ask you to have me excused. Who buys, who, who buys a car without test driving it first? You don't buy the thing and then test it. What a silly excuse. Many people say, this is my future, my progress, my way of transport and career. And, and so I don't want to give this up. These oxen are my future path. And I've got my plan and God might have a different plan. And all we're doing is giving an excuse. Still another said, I have married a wife. And therefore, I cannot come. Bring her. (laughs) It'd be a better party than your wedding party could ever be. Some of us think relationships, friendships, people are more important than God and the marriage supper of the Lamb. I want to tell you, the biggest joy is getting those friendships into the marriage supper of the Lamb. But if they won't come, it's better that you're in than that you spend eternity apart from God and them. So the servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in here the poor and the maimed and the lame and the blind. So he's got this, this supper prepared and it's ready and it's in his big banquet hall His house is beautiful and welcoming. And as you walk into his house, there is peace, there is acceptance, there is joy, there is fellowship, there is complete forgiveness of sin. Wow, what a place. But they don't want to come. So he says to his servants, which, just a little secret, if you say yes to the supper, you become one of the servants. So he says to the servants, Go into the streets and the lanes of the city. So we've got the house where the supper is. He says, just go outside the house, just close by in the city here, in the streets and the lanes close by, and find the poor, the maimed, the lame, and the blind. And the servant said, Master, it is done as you commanded, and still there is room. You see, there is a a size to this banquet And the master of the feast, God says, I'm going to keep inviting until the the room is full. And when every single nationality, language, and tribe, 
Matthew 24 tells us, only when everyone has heard the gospel and been invited will we shut the doors and then the final supper. He says, there's still room. Then the master said to the servant, go out into the highways and hedges. So now we're outside of the city. We're not just in the streets and lanes. We're going beyond the city limits, the highways and the hedges, and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. Friends, this is God's heart. He is a loving host and supper provider, and He wants to have fellowship with us. And then He wants us to bring others in, every nation and nationality. He doesn't want a single nationality left out. And then the last verse says, For I say to you that none of those men who were invited shall taste my supper. Who are those men? It was the Jews of the time. Jesus was in Jerusalem. He was talking to the nation of Israel at that time. He says to them, you have been invited. You didn't accept, but a few did accept. His disciples and a handful of others, they were now his servants. He says, go out into the surrounding areas and call the lame and the poor and the maimed and the blind, and then go even further into the farthest places, the hedges, and bring them in. And I want to tell you, I am one of the poor, the maimed, the lame, and the blind who was found far away from Jerusalem, and I'm so grateful to God. You see, that's another thing, is if you want to come to the supper, you have to lay down your own pride where you think you're good enough to earn something, and you have to say, I need this. I'm lame and poor and blind, and I need forgiveness and healing and help. And when you come in, He heals you, and He sends you out. And so, that little group of Israel, the Jews of those days, He says, none of them are going to come in, but... He says at the end times, there will be all Israel, a remnant will be saved, praise the Lord. But up until then, every nation is being invited. And that is why, you know, Bronnie said this in her prayer time. She says, you might think you came here to Jersey for some other reason, or you were born here in Jersey for some reason. God has a better plan and a bigger plan. He says, I'm bringing you here for a great purpose, which has always been his purpose, which is to bring and invite every nationality around the world into his supper. Hallelujah. So I've got two invitations for you. The first is in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 1. It says, Ho, everyone who thirsts. You know what ho is? It's a shout. Hey, listen up. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come and buy and eat. You have no money, but come, come get some. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. The meal is available. Amen. The meal we're going to have afterwards is awesome. It really is. The tastes and the diversity of food is just awesome. But it pales into insignificance compared to the spiritual food that God wants to give us in His family. Amen? Last invitation. Revelation 3, verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. This is Jesus now just talking to you. He's knocking. The the door is your heart. 
You see, he gives you autonomy over your own choices. And he says, I'm not going to push the the door in and come and force you to serve me. I'm going to knock. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, are you hearing his voice today? Are you hearing Jesus saying, I want you to come in and have dinner with me? He says, if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I've got to say, yes, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Take control. You are Lord. Forgive me and I will serve you. If anyone opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. Supper time. And then we go out. And then we go out. So what are the chances that a tiny little church in a tiny little Channel Island could reach people in New Zealand, Taiwan, Guyana, Argentina, Canada, Norway? What are the chances? You know what? The Lord has opened doors for us as a church. We use the internet mainly, and we use a TV show, which is on uh, in the UK. And the Lord has given us an opportunity to give people the tools to hear the gospel, to respond to an invite, to come to know Jesus. And then we give them church planting tools so they can start churches around the world. And we have over a thousand people signed up to that Leading Lights Network. And God has blessed us. And when you give money to this church and all the staff involved in our church put a lot of our time and our effort to reaching the nations because we have partaken of the supper. But, you know, Jesus said just before this, this parable, Jesus said this, Luke 14, verse 12. Then he also said to him who invited him, when you give a dinner or a supper, do not ask your friends, your brothers, your relatives, nor your rich neighbors, lest they also invite you back and you be repaid. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you shall be repaid at the resurrection of the just. If you're coming into this church and you're looking in, you're saying, what's this church all about? That's what it's about. We are the lame, the maimed, and the blind, and the poor. We've got to partake of this supper, and now we are going to invite others far away, not just our friends and those who we're comfortable with. We're going to reach out. We're going to sacrificially give so that we can bring the lost nations of the world to Christ. We're going to show you just a little video. I'm going to ask the worship team to come up, and we're going to show you a little video of Leading Lights Network which shows you a little bit about what we do. And then we're going to continue to pray and to just to obey God in what he's doing. So let, let me pray before we do that. Lord God, I pray for, first of all, all the thousand people who are signed up for Leading Lights, the people in different cultures, different countries, different places. Lord, I pray for each one of them that you would strengthen them, that you would lift up their weary arms, that you would provide what they need, that, Lord, you would give them energy and hope and encouragement, and, God, that those little leading lights all around the planet would grow strong, and there would be churches in every nationality, and we would do our part in bringing the lost into the supper of the Lamb. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Please consider supporting this ministry by making a donation on the giving page at leadinglightsnetwork.com.
or lighthousejersey.com.